Are you ready? Let's get jiggy with it. Here's episode 12 of What's the Chat? Five, four, three, two, one, zero. All engine running. Liftoff. We have a liftoff. And here we are again with episode 12 of What's the Chat with me, Adam Scott Pringle. Here we are. How we all doing? How's it October already? Can someone tell me that? I, it literally was like February last week and now we've, we're still in the middle of a pandemic. We thought it would last a week and we're still in it. But you know, we're still plodding on. That's why we're here. We're all doing our little things, whether it listening to this podcast which you're doing at this moment in time. I'm pointing the obvious out to you. Whether you're washing your dishes, you're driving your car, you're changing the nappy of your newborn baby. Who knows? I'm chatting rubbish. How we all doing? I hope you all keeping well. Thanks for listening. We're on episode 12. Can't bloody believe it. Last week we had a fantastic guest with Philippa Carson. Lots of banter about old jobs, about winding up our old teachers at school. Apologies to any of my teachers that listen to this. You know I love you all dearly. You you taught me much, as well as all those great grades I got at school. Nad. This week we have another fantastic guest, as always, as I told you before, we don't get rubbish on here, with uh, another good friend of mine, Scott Coltman. Scotsman, that's all you need to know, really. He's a producer, he's an actor, he's all-round funny guy, lots to talk about, including his obsession with Gillian Anderson, which I'm sure a lot of us do. And uh, yeah, I'm excited for you to hear what the, what we had to talk about this week. So let's just get fired into it, shall we? Come on, everybody. Let's go for episode 12 of What's the Chat? Knock, knock. Who's there? Oh, look. Hello and welcome. Before I allow you to come in, we need to get to know you first. So let's have some small chat on the doormat. It's time for small chat on the doormat. Hello, you bastard. What's your name? <laughs> Hello, you wee prick. It's Scott Coltman. Hello, Scott Coltman. Just to point out, just before this, we were just discussing how um, how the Scottish how the Scottish people enjoy swear words, and it's a lot more rhythmic than a lot of other cultures when they swear. I think it's more accepted. It yeah, and it adds it adds just some light-hearted moments throughout the conversation. It keeps it keeps it going. It keeps it interesting. Yeah, you were just saying about um, Billy Conley said it. Oh, Billy Conley, his video on how much he loves swearing, and it's very much, it's not always to mean offence. Like, don't get me wrong, yes, we scream at each other across the street, but also, when we also see our pal across the street, it's, oh, hello, you big bellend! But that's, it's, it? It, that's a lovely greeting, as long as you are actually close. If yeah. not, then... There's, there's, there's issues there. I went... Um, I was once serving a fella um, at a place I used to work, I'll, f- I'll fling it in, Tumry Hotel, which is now owned by Ooh. Trump, unfortunately. Right. Yeah. But um, there was a nice American couple, and I was like, is there a Nelson get for you, buddy? And he went, I'm not your buddy. <laughs> I went, oh, sorry, apologies. Um, okay. And then later on, I said, uh, he asked me for something. I said, no problem. And he said, it shouldn't be a problem. <laughs> and I and I just meant no no I just meant that's fine yeah no it shouldn't it shouldn't yeah that should be fine because I'm asking for it I was like Jesus wept like <laughs> it's just a, a fling away phrase like hello like, no, I, I know. You know some people take life too anything. seriously exactly it was even I had a, I was serving a customer um, 
this was years ago, and they were they were Americans, and they were in, and they tip really well. So always like, oh yes, sir. Anything else, sir? Just to try and you know the pounds go up in their eyes as you mm. as you blow up their ego. Uh, but he was asking for drip. And I was yeah. like, I've never heard of that drink before. I was like, we don't do cocktails here. I'm sorry. And he was like, <laughs> no, no, drip, drip. And I was like, what? Like, what What do you mean? And he was like, coffee, drip coffee. And I was like, right, drip Americano. Uh, so drip coffee is their filter coffee. Is that what they call it? Well, he did. He did. <laughs> there you go. What, like that <laughs> one that they, there's always sitting in a pot? In um, the diners, yeah, that's always, that's always hot. And it drips through and then they go and they put... I'd never heard of that uh-huh. before in my life. That's probably it does make sense though, drip coffee, because that coffee's probably been like just dripping into that same thing all day long and it's just sitting <laughs> there like stewing. Horrible. Know, and it's the prob- the same grounds for the past three days. Oh. And uh, where are you at the moment, Scott? I am in Edinburgh. My the old capital. My old hometown for three years. Yes, and then you escaped down south. Escaped. Or ran away. I ran, oh, away, ran away and now I'm stuck for the time being. <laughs> <laughs> Thinking about my life choices. Like, I've been here, what, seven years? Yeah. Has it been that long? 2013. That must be how long we've known each other as well, then. Yeah, because we met the summer just before I left. Yeah. Doing was that the st- <laughs> stage experience, Greece. Live at the Edinburgh Playhouse. Live at the yes. Edinburgh. One of my favourite theatres. But yeah, seven <laughs> years. Um, and now I'm questioning life choices, if I need, still need to be here or not. Oh, but we're all we're all just still going through that, especially now with Miss Rona turning up and ruining all of our lives. Miss um, Rona, like she's she's definitely turned. She's like that that lassie that comes around once in a while and just <laughs> won't go away. Exactly, like the one the one that gets brought back with the rest of the group after the night out, and she doesn't quite get the hint to leave. And she keeps ringing that doorbell. Can I, can I come back in now? <laughs> No, you've had your chance. Yeah, and then, but somehow she still she still gets in the door. <laughs> and God. Scott, what do you do for a living? Well, good question. No, I am a musical theatre performer. Uh, I also have done some directing and producing, uh, but then also I do have a muggle job. I also work in a theatre as well, which will rename nameless. Rename Nameless. There's yes. only two in Edinburgh, so you've got a 50%. How dare you? No, there's at least five. There's five. Okay, okay. I take that back. There's at least... Yeah, there's a good few. I've been in a few of them, but in terms of, like, the big boys. <laughs> <laughs> yes, but just in case any the stories one, come up. Yeah, in case stories <laughs> come up. It, and also, the ones that actually will get money from the government, if ever. Well, I don't know, like, I don't know. I don't know. Okay, well, nice swift change in topic. Scott, what is something that everyone looks stupid doing? Um, food shopping. <laughs> what bar? <laughs> <laughs> Do you not think it's just really weird that everyone's just pottering up and down these aisles and can spend ages just looking at shelves? That's, no, they might that's not, true. Like, I've done it myself. Like, I'm standing there looking, and I'm either looking for something that isn't there or I am actually genuinely trying to find something, but I can't. But you're just staring at it for ages, and then you go reaching for stuff. You're reading labels. When do you normally do that? Like any other, like you don't go to the, you don't go fill up your car with petrol, and you're looking, oh, petrol or diesel? Which one? 
staring at the prices for ages, deciding what you're going to do. Well, you, you'd be ballsed it up if you've got a diesel car and you shove petrol in it as well. <laughs> <laughs> True. However, unless you're my grandpa and you used to go to the fish and chip shop and collect their fryer oil and make your own. Really? Yeah. Make your own in the back garden, a massive vat and a whole... See, he's a he's a chemist and a biologist and all these fancy things. Um, and he can do all that. And he even... He was even taught me like different chemistry things when I was younger like oh do you know how to make a fertilizer bomb <laughs> fertilizer bomb <laughs> in case things really go go bad well, yeah so it's two pounds of fertilizer two pounds of sugar and <laughs> I can't even remember what the other thing was but they're the two I remember sugar's in there to make a bomb yeah lovely yeah I know <laughs> there you go folks if it, if MI five or six <laughs> listening this isn't <laughs> this isn't some secret company <laughs> setting stuff up no, absolutely not. Don't yeah, I do. I, I see what you're saying about shopping, though. Especially when those aisles, like, and when folk are going up the different directions. Like, oh. when you walk in, usually, like, during all this year, there have been some shops, not all, um, I wouldn't say who, that have put arrows what direction to walk in. But some have just been a free-for-all and may or may not work in that shop. But um, when you walk <laughs> up and down, and I'm like, this is just madness like no one's like you get to the cheese and milk section right and folk yeah. are coming in all angles into the milk there's the ones trying to get past to the semi-skim there's ones trying to get to the oat which fun fact none of these other alternatives to cow milk are actually called oat milk soya milk whatever they all say oat drink which I only found out a couple of weeks ago when I was I looked at the label for some reason. I, we we've started buying oat milk this year. Um, Any particular brand at all? Whatever's an offer. Yeah. <laughs> whatever's a whatever's <laughs> a pound or no more than a pound fifty. <laughs> and if it's more than okay. that, then it's, uh, then you have to think about it. You go for the own brand. Yeah. Of whatever store you may be in. <laughs> but yeah, well, there you go. Fun fact you... for you. Okay. Nice, different question. What part of a kid's movie completely scared you, either as a child or now? <laughs> um, oh, as a child. Well, uh, so I started watching Monster House as a child. Is that right? Is it Monster House? Yeah, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and it, it just started and then... I think it maybe got five minutes in and the whole house came alive and scream, screamed at a couple of children. I was like, nope, I'm out. That's me. Done. Switched off. Went to bed. Like a scary version better. of Up. Oh, Up. Now that's, a, now, that's a lovely film, isn't it, Just? just Very like... emotional, though, at the start. They like to... I, I was hearing about... I was one of your other podcasts when they all say every Disney film has a death in it. Yeah. Every Pixar film has death. It's really brutal. Why can't really? everyone just... Be, like, in the one form that we have of escapism right now, can't we just have everyone's happy and cheery? I know. I, I, I still can't think of... I mean, I'm sure there is, and I probably haven't thought hard enough, but the, the, every Disney film or Pixar film, like, there's at least... Either somebody's died or somebody's gone missing. If it's not yeah. if it's not Nemo... <laughs> gone missing. <laughs> gone missing. <laughs> oh, but then even that, the parents... Uh, the mum died. Oh, you're so right. See, always a death. Always. And right at the start as well. They always want to hit you with it right at the start. Yeah, because it would be quite depressing if it died at the if somebody died at the end, wouldn't it? 
but sometimes when that happens in like a drama or like a another film like an actual film not a, an animation that sometimes that's like the the right ending to have yeah like making a murderer would have been a completely different thing if it, the death the, the murder had happened at the end <laughs> episode 10 you were like what am i watching what, what is, is this we've well, just watched 10 episodes of somebody actually <laughs> about to murder someone and it finished on it yeah oh, but but some endings are awful I, i've recently just been what binge watched the fall on netflix uh, and first two seasons incredible yeah and I fell in love with Gillian anderson if you're listening let's go for a coffee <laughs> <laughs> that's funny in two ways the fact that she might be listening to this and also that she might take me up on my offer <laughs> i'd love to see which happens first <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah let's see um Loved, loved it. Thought it was incredible. The storytelling, everything. Um, and then it, it's literally the last 15, 15 minutes of the third season and I'm heavily disappointed. Yeah, agreed. Like, we loved it. Like, it's like everyone has, like, in the last two months, whatever it's been out. Like, just binged it. Loved it. Binged it. She's great. He's great. I kept imitating his voice because I, I was like, he's got such a great accent. And then, yeah. Yeah. Also, what's up with her voice? Like, does she lose her voice by the last season? <laughs> is she okay? Uh, she is the queen of everything is, is top like this, but it makes perfect sense at the time. Yeah, and but... I'm just drawn in, and I'm like, yeah, speak to me like that more. You go from the first episode of season one to the last episode of season three, and, and just listen to two minutes of each one, and her voice is like chalk and cheese. It's like she's completely lost it. Like she's been just constantly talking this whole way through. But I can see, I can see why, like that must have been her audition tape for sex education. Because when mm. you watch her in that as well, everything as well is in that, in that sort of hushed tone. And that's something el else as well that I love her in. And that's how she reels you in, that intriguing voice. You have to listen that little extra bit. Well, so imagine we did the you. whole podcast like that. Hi, Adam. How are you? Isn't that called what is it ASMR? What's that thing that yeah. everyone like? <laughs> oh, but that's when that's when people are like eating and drinking though as well. Now that's like, I, that's this yeah exactly. But that's the equivalent to me is when you're sitting at the table and someone's eating with their mouth open. Oh, like, stop that! No. Sorry, no, no thanks. No. Chewing gum, like there's no need to chew it that loud. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You don't need to have your mouth open all the time. Chew it. Enjoy it. Have that minty taste inside your mouth. I don't want to smell it. Okay, next question. And a classic. What is the funniest joke you know by heart, Scott? Oh, see, I find that really a lot of pressure. And people always do that. Like, especially when... If you're known as, like, the, the funny one in the group or, or someone mm. that's at least got a sense of humour. And yep. I was like, oh, what's your favourite joke? What's your best joke? But what's funny to you is not necessarily funny to other people. Mm. Um, I mean, I, I love stupid jokes. Like, <laughs> like, well, there's dirty ones, which I'm sure you couldn't say, which is like, um, why can't Captain Hook have children? Why? Because he had a wank with the wrong hand. <laughs> See, that's fun and <laughs> possibly like, like, if you change the word wank to something else, you could tell that at a kid's party. He self-exfoliates. Oh. <laughs> <Wrong. laughs> 
He washed himself with the wrong hand. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, that was a good scrub he was giving himself anyway. Oh. Or it's like, um, why can't Frankenstein have children? Why? Because his nuts are in his neck. Ah, clever. It's a clever yeah. joke, that. Bit, bit cleaner. Bit cleaner. Bit. Okay, a couple more questions. Scott, what is the best and worst purchases you've ever made? In my life or just during lockdown? Let's try lockdown. Let's see what you've bought this year. Right, lockdown. In that ridiculous year, this year, because it's basically been the full year we've been stuck inside, like Rapunzel. Close to it. Or this could be part one. Next year could be part two. <laughs> oh, don't. Yeah, the second <laughs> season. Um, uh, the best thing I think I bought, uh, probably didn't have the money for it, but I got it, was a Nintendo Switch. Oh, nice. Because it's kept me entertained um, and <laughs> in the times when I should be creative or finishing off things or sending emails. I'm just now really good at Mario Kart. <laughs> You're allowed to take some, have some downtime. That remember that's what everyone's promoting on Instagram. Whether it be make sure you're getting out there and doing stuff, or the other one, the other way, it's like make sure you're taking time for yourself. Oh, I know, but it's it's, it's <laughs> there's time for yourself, which is like, oh, go for a bath for like an hour and watch like some Netflix and just chill out, have a glass of wine. Anything with Julian Anderson in it. <laughs> <laughs> Light a candle as well on that occasion. <laughs> um, but, or, um, but it's it's getting to the point where I roped my flatmates in to, right, every night, Mario Kart tournament, or as we called it, our Mario, oh no, what was it? Our, our quarantine kart tournament. Mm. So we played that every single night for the first, I would say, for the first three months, every single night, religiously. Mm. Uh, it's getting to the point now where it's actually quite sad the more I talk about it. That's a that's a good name. Like there's been lots of like quarantine names. We we have a, got a group. Shout out to the Quentin Quarantinos. Um, this is a little group that. that we had that we had quizzes, which I was sick to the teeth of, as they know, or like little mm. parties, just or little just catch ups on over Zoom. Um, but yeah, there's been so many like quarantine groups, which I wonder there how has. many are still about. Well, the, the, I'm still like obviously they all got put into like um facebook chats mm. so there's they're still going but i actually thinking about it we all make jokes about the amount of quizzes that we did but i'm actually very thankful for the, the people that spent their time to actually create those quizzes because that helped me waste three or four hours a, a night or a couple of nights a week depending on how many quizzes that were about mm, I, I, I wish i could say the same but no. um, not a fan of a quiz no Apologies. What? Uh, organized fun is uh, is not for me. <laughs> <laughs> organized, but uh, th- surely there's got to be some highlights, like some of the best team names, or or has there been any funny team names over your quizzes or anything? Um, no, we did some fancy dress ones which were funny-ish. <laughs> no, they were funny. They were funny, but then and then I got an absolutely annihilated by the end of it. <laughs> And what was the worst purchases? Oh, worst purchases. Um, Wait, let me think about what I've ordered off of Amazon because there's been quite a bit. As soon as furlough money came in, yes, Mm. Amazon, spend the money on things I don't need. Um, (laughs) I bought a yearly organiser. For what year? (laughs) So in March, in March, 
because it was it was so funny. We were saying when we were in work, when we looked back at it, we were like, oh, I'd rather we get closed down sooner rather than later because we'll be open again for the, fr- or the we'll be open again for the fringe, or the fringe will still happen. And then we got told that we were off. We were in lockdown, and I was like, right, well, I'm going to buy a yearly organizer, and I'll put in everything that I've got for like uh, the next couple of months and fringe and leading up to Christmas and whatever. That's that's been worthwhile, isn't it? And it was a nice one as well. It was uh, granted. It was it was maybe it was maybe only like ten pound, ten or twelve pound. It was really nice. I even did my good handwriting in it, so it was nice to no. look at. Yeah, do you remember um, that in March when we were like, oh, this will just be a couple of weeks and we'll be back. Like, yeah. if we, I was on that little um, cruise ferry before this, and then everything was left on the ship. Like, everyone was like, yeah, just pack away the costumes and all the stuff and that, and then. You you'll you'll be back to it in a couple. Of, we'll fly back out in a couple of weeks. I mean, like, great, nice little holiday. <laughs> no, <laughs> didn't quite work like that. Did it? Not at all. It's so funny. But the, you're not the only one. I knew quite a few people on ships as well, but they have some horror stories of basically being held captive on them. And yeah, we were very lucky. We were very lucky that we home. just get flown home before everything was shut. Ask few questions. What is the most ridiculous fact you know? Oh, well, because we were talking about milk alternatives, soy can reduce your sperm count. Really? Apparently. Oh, that's... Well, I don't I don't drink it, so I'm not worried, but that's... <laughs> <laughs> Do anybody didn't Good. know that? <laughs> if, we, if, if we really hated oat milk and just went for soy milk? Yeah, bec- I don't... I'm sure that's true. Not I that we're trying well. for children, just putting <laughs> that out there. <laughs> um... I'm sure that's true. Well, I say that. I've not actually checked it. I got I got told it, and I was like, that's fascinating. I'm never going to drink soy milk again. But I'm, yeah. I'm sure, like, in small in small portions, it's it's fine. But I think it's if you drink it in excess, it can be damaging to your sperm count. Well, there you go, everybody. Anybody listening? <laughs> Don't drink too much. Yeah. <laughs> and that's NHS approved. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, last two questions. What movie would be greatly improved if it was made into a musical? Cats. <laughs> Cats, I know. Remake no. that. <laughs> um, what movie would be good as a musical? Well, I mean, traditionally, you think of the sort of stereotypical crowd that a musical draws. So something maybe like Brokeback Mountain could be incredible. Um, wow. Or, or um, what else? Brokeback Mountain, The Notebook, that could be good. Notebook would be great. That, that, even, well, yeah, no, I was going to say even if it was just a play, but if it was a musical, that could be quite good. Mm. I don't know, the the opportunities are endless. I think Hocus Pocus should become a stage show. Mm, agreed. Well, they say they're doing a sequel to the film, um, which would be oh, interesting. they've been saying that for years. They've been saying that for years. I saw it for the first time last year. What? I saw Hocus Pocus for the first time last year. Where have you been? I just, it didn't look like my cup of tea, and then I watched it, and I was like, you oh. know what, it's, it's actually not bad. Like that, for, yeah, it's good cast. Is, yeah, prime time Halloween movie, and Bette Midler is incredible, and Kathy oh. Najimy, and Sarah Jessica, they're just all great. Yeah, it's really good. I'll give you that. But yeah, I would just, it would look like one of those things, I was like, oh, this just looks like utter garbage. But no, it was, it was good garbage. Yeah, absolutely. And they've already got that absolute uh, tune of I put a spell in you in there. That arrangement is iconic. 
And imagine they could get Bette Midler, because she did Hello, Dolly and Broadway. Imagine getting her to do the stage version. You know what? She's probably more like the age that she's meant to be in the film anyway now. (laughs) Yeah, she's great. Have you seen The Politician? Uh, No, I still need to see The Politician. I need to see Hollywood and a bunch of other things. I've Mm. sort of discovered American Horror Story over lockdown. Oh, fantastic. I'm hooked. I love it. Okay, last question of this section. In 40 years, what will people be nostalgic for? Furlough. (laughs) 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 Of being able to sit in your house, watching whatever you want, eating whatever you want, and just getting money. Get paid 8% of what you normally earn. (laughs) Yeah. Um, What else will people be nostalgic for? Nature, maybe, with the way that we're going. People can't say... (laughs) Yeah, but people can't say that global warming isn't a thing when in the middle of September it's 29 degrees in (laughs) London. Oh, well, don't worry. It was 13 up here, so, you know... That's quite hot for Edinburgh in September. (laughs) (laughs) True. Actually, we've got a week of sun coming and we're all thrilled about it with highs of 13 degrees. Oh, see, I'd I'd prefer that. I love the cold. I love it. Uh, well, it's L- London's got that sticky warmth. It's not. It's not of, nice. No, like when you're lying in bed, and no matter how many windows you open, and you're still just roasting. Not a breeze, and no. it's lovely when you're driving a van that doesn't have aircon or the windows work. Good, really nice. You should get onto your employers about that. They, I, 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 do you know what? I think they've got other things to worry about. Like <laughs> some of the vans don't even start. <laughs> <laughs> Yesterday, I started started my shift, loaded up, made sure the van was all right. It was it was running when I got there. Somebody left it running just to keep the chiller on. Um, I had to tu- I had to turn it off to lock the back door. Went back round, didn't start. Took five minutes to find somebody that knew what was wrong with it, and they said, "Oh, there's a little emergency button here to start it." So I had to use that emergency button every time I had to turn the van on. I was like, "It's not very good, is it?" No, and why is every time you're using it an emergency? Like, if it says emergency, that should that should really be like a one-time use sort of thing, no? Yeah, and that little triangle, that little you know, that little warning triangle was there the whole shift. I was like, <laughs> if I break down, <laughs> I'm eating somebody's pot noodle. <laughs> well, I'm sure you're in the you're in London anyway, so at least you're you're breaking down in the centre. It's not like you're delivering out in the countryside somewhere. Oh, some some of the places in the middle of nowhere. Yeah, some of them are either, like, London has, like, Epping Forest, middle of nowhere. or But mm. then you could be in the middle of a, a whole estate of a flats, and I'm like, I'm not coming out. I'm not getting out of here. <laughs> <laughs> I like how you were happy to mention Epping Forest, but not the place that you're scared of going. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, yes, that, nature. Nature, yeah. <laughs> um, That's I where was, we were at. I was just up uh, with my family. There was only five of us. Don't worry. Um, but we went away for a couple of days. We always go to the same cottage in October. Um, up just past in a place past Aviemore called um, Dunlane Bridge. And going up there, I went. I, I took the train up, and the scenery was stunning. It was all great and all looked normal. And then got to sort of Aviemore and was driving from Aviemore to Dunlane Bridge and the amount of trees and forest that has just been destroyed because Aviemore is obviously so popular now they just keep on building more and more houses Mm. 
but it's like you're not seeing any of the same amount of deer or squirrel or anything else and then the trees are getting torn down you know the ice caps are melting David Attenborough he can only fight for us for so long yeah yeah he's only got a few years left of helping us out god bless him that would top off 2020 wouldn't it (laughs) wouldn't it just that'd be who would do it anymore? They'd literally have to beg Morgan Freeman to take over. I think he's the only other no, voice I could listen to. No, they would get to. some bell end, like, oh, I don't know. <laughs> Jeremy Clarkson. <laughs> no, not even Jeremy Clarkson. Like, they'll, they'll get some guy, Matt, what's his face, that used to do the one show. Matt Baker. <laughs> yeah, you look a bit like him, actually. They could get you. Cheaper. Uh, much cheaper. Much cheaper. I'll take it. Yeah. 250 quid a week. <laughs> Plus that accommodation. That's, That's cheap. That's cheap. Yeah, but plus accommodation, though. Do you know what I mean? Uh, but are you actually going to do what he does and go go to these places and actually see them in person? Or are you just going to sit in a wee recording studio in London and do the voiceovers? Oh, no. I want to be winding down around the, around the world. Oh, okay. So do you should be asking for a bit more than 250 Do it properly. And I want a private jet to every place. Never mind, them, never mind me actually telling folk that things are dying. I want to make sure that that air <laughs> above the world is filled. It's well polluted. Because <laughs> if it's not polluted, I've not got a career to then talk true, about it. True. <laughs> <laughs> so true. I'll help you out with that. Thanks, Bring man. me along. Yeah. Great. Well, that was small chat at the door, Matt. Next section of the podcast, Chatterbox. <laughs> This is where you get to vent about whatever you want. So, Scott, what is your vent? It was funny when you asked me uh, to to think about what I wanted to vent about. Uh, I'm quite a cynical person. I I can vent quite easily about a lot of different things. Um, So I literally have a list of things, but I think the one that's just in my head. (laughs) (laughs) Why? Oh, why? Oh, why? Is James Corden the only chubby, supposedly funny person in this industry? Don't start with James Corden. Oh, like no, no, right? I'm not. I'm not one of these big James Corden haters. I really don't hate him. I watched One Man Two Governors and thought he was really good in that. I thought he was deserving of his Tony. I do find him funny. I do quite like his uh, carpool karaoke things. But why does he have to voice every fat character in an animation? Why does he have to be in every musical adaptation? Why does he have to be cast as any sort of cameo part in any TV? Why does he have to host the Tony Awards? Just why? I 100% agreed. Yeah, I'm not a hater, but I'm a disliker. Fair. I've just never found him funny. But... I've never found him funny, and also um, I've heard so many things from people that have worked with him, people in Edinburgh and people in London that have worked with him, um, that have not said very nice things to work with. And Ooh. because of that, even though I've never met the fella, <laughs> I'm like, yeah, he's a dick. <laughs> For that very reason. Well, no, it's just, you know, I find Gavin and Stacey hilarious. I it's really a, do. It's a great classic. I love that. And then, you know, there was a time where he did sort of become a bit up himself, but he says that himself. 
and he seems he says that he has changed, but then it's just why why is he there? You know, there's I am one of many in this industry. Um and we all sort of get rounded up, huddled together and put into the same additions. Mm-hmm. Uh, but normally if I see any any of them there with a West End credit, I'm like, well, it's no matter. I need I need two whoever's at the top to die off so then we can all take one step up so then I have a chance. So we need to came, kill James Corden, is that what you're saying? Is he at the top, is he? Is that what we're saying? <laughs> no, well, he's not even at the top. He's just, I think he's nicking everything. I think he's just, yeah. he's a bully. I'm going to call him a bully. <laughs> <laughs> I think three, three or four of us could share the amount of work that he does and he would still have plenty of work to go around. Yeah, there's so many people that could have done Into the Woods. There's so many people that could have done Peter Rabbit. I've not even watched it. There's so many people that could have done Cats. Cats. Do you know what? I've still not watched it all. Neither have I. I've, I've seen the I've seen the trailer tons. I've tried to build myself up to watch it, but I can't. I can't bring myself to do it. Yeah. I I just it looks like it looks like something that somebody really was like high on crack. I've never even tried <laughs> crack. But if I had... Disclaimer, I, disclaimer. Yeah, I feel like that's what I would like envision if I was like out of my tits on some really strong class A drug. <laughs> I mean, if that's what you're envisioning, I'd worry I know. about you, white. I, I don't know. So, I don't know. Yeah, cats. What next? Oh, uh, well, he's in the prom, isn't he? Oh, for God's sake, here we go again. I know. It's when I saw that, I was like, Meryl Streep, incredible. And then the, he's second billing. <sighs> I was like, this could go one way or another, because I quite enjoy the prom. I think it's quite good. The music's fun. Mm-hmm. And when Ryan Murphy said that he was going to make it into a movie for Netflix, I went, oh, that's that's really exciting. Um, because I think, hopefully, he should do a really good job with it. But... I think it's James the Americans. Gordon. Yeah, I think it's the Americans. They think he's like this big, fat, jolly Englishman. I'm like, nah. <laughs> <laughs> there's, there's plenty more. And there's plenty more that aren't just from England either. Well, there you go. <laughs> yeah, that, that's a good one. Uh, let's get... Let's, on, here we go. James Corden, if you're listening as well. <laughs> <laughs> this is it. We shouldn't have given this the more airtime because now everyone's going to go be looking at a CV... And watching the things that he's in, being like, oh, is he really that bad? We shouldn't have done it. We Don't done watch it. anything he's in, please. Great. That's fair enough. That's a good yeah. vent. Yeah, lovely. Great. Okay, next section of the podcast, Chat in the Hat. It's time for some chat in the hat. If you could know the absolute and total truth to one question, what question would you ask? What does the Queen look like when she's on the toilet? <laughs> does she actually, does somebody actually help her, do you mean? Yeah. Yeah, because like, I've heard that before. But it's not, it's not, it's not even just like a, is it because she's royalty and she demands that someone wipes her own arse? It's more of like, you know, like my grandparents are getting old as well. They have um, Needs. care going to them, yeah, uh, a couple times a day. So it's just like, you know, she she is doing very well for the age that she is. Mm. Um, but does she need any assistance? That's a good I question. 
I think I would just love to know what she actually does with her days. Like, I'd love to follow her around for a full day and be like, do you just put your feet up and watch Bargain Hunt? Or are you actually doing anything? Has she watched The Crown? Has she? You know what I mean? Do you think she might be helping them with the series? Like, saying, like, actually, this happened. No, no chance. And Camilla's a right cunt. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, bless her. I actually used to, yeah, I used to be that person, but I, I actually feel sorry for her now. Because she's just Same. had such, such a bad With everything rap. she's been through, actually, do you not know why I think I feel sorry for her? Is only because of the way that Helen Mirren portrayed her in The Crown. Or The Queen. What was it? What's the movie that she did? Was it The Queen? Oh, it wasn't Helen Mirren. That did, uh, well, Helen Mirren played The Queen. Yeah, in the film, The Queen. Oh, yeah, right? yeah, uh-huh. Or do you mean who played Camilla? Oh, absolutely not. Oh, wait. Oh, sorry. We're talking about two different people. You're you're saying that you feel sorry for Camilla. I'm saying I feel sorry for the Queen. Oh, no, sorry. Yeah, I do feel sorry for the Queen as well, to an extent differently. Okay. I'm sure... We'll we'll make sure that she hears this so she knows how you feel. Yeah, she's listening too. (laughs) Yeah, the Queen, man. She's... I mean, she's just such a... I mean, she's a world-renowned obviously person and like she's yeah. part of the british why britain the united kingdom whatever you want to call it is the way it is and the reputation it has but then that reputation is getting tarnished by the day yeah absolutely barbados is it, barbados is getting rid of the queen are they yeah is she not part of oh i'm gonna have to look this up the queen is part of whatever I don't know. The Queen's <laughs> something to do with Barbados, and now the Barbados want to get rid of her. Uh, is it Commonwealth? I don't know. Yeah, well, that, I mean that that that's a thing. I know that. I didn't know if Barbados was a part of it, but if it is, then that makes your story highly plausible. Well, it was in the news, so it must be true. Oh yes, because the the news always tell the truth, right enough. That's it. Well, talking about the news, the next section of the podcast. Is news chat. This is news chat. So here's the headline, right? This uh-huh. is in the Metro, which is legit news. Ah, uh-huh. okay, great. Man spotted on Greater Manchester bus wearing snake as face mask. <laughs> now you can Google this, and there's pictures <laughs> and evidence. A man was spotted <laughs> travelling in a bus in Manchester using a large snake as a face covering. It's also worth pointing... This is part of the article, by the way. It's also worth pointing out that the anonymous man may well have an exemption, so he might not have to wear a traditional mask like everyone else should be doing. That was in the actual bit at the bottom just to make sure they didn't like slag off a guy for wearing a snake as a mask. Stop. I mean, I can, I can believe it. I can believe it, but also... A snake. You need what? to look at the pictures. Everyone listening to this, Google man wears snake as a face mask because it's there on a bus. Or is it like his um, assistance animal or something? What, a like, snake? That, uh, well, you don't know. Well, now you get everyone's everyone's dogs are support dogs now that he's got a support snake. Maybe. Mm. If it wears a wee badge or it has a wee... A wee badge. A wee badge. A little, a little, na- a little like thing around its neck, just a little, little dangly thing with like support. Yeah, exactly. Well, this is the thing. Like people, people's use of the masks 
are mm. hysterical. What is the point of having one on but on your chin? You're basically just saying, I'm doing this to comply because I don't want to get a fine, but also fuck you all. Yeah, I'm either like wear it or take it off. Like when I wear it, I wear it over my face. And then when, I, when I'm finished with it, I take it off because I, I don't want it. Because then what's the point? What's exactly. Take it, take it off. Yeah. Don't be that guy like, yeah, I've got one, but I'm not wearing it. I mean, also, we've been in that situation. I've been in that situation myself where I've gone to the shops or I've gone to get a bus and I've forgotten my face mask. Mm. And I'm like, okay, I can't get oh, what What do I have that I can use? And not more often than not, it'll be my T-shirt or I might have a spare one in my bag or whatever. I'll find mm. something to use. But who's carrying around a snake? He is. That... <laughs> Like as an just in case. Oh, I've forgotten it again. Right, Fido. Fido. Why was his snake called Fido? I don't know. I'm calling uh, the guys. Call, I'm going to name the guy Barry, and I'm going to name the snake Simon. Barry and Simon. They sound like a great duo. Simon the snake. Simon the snake. Just alliteration always works. Lovely. Okay. Barry the bell end and Simon the snake. <laughs> I knew you were going to go there. I knew it. <laughs> It's a classic. Anybody, anybody who uh, does anything wrong in, in my professional eyes, I'm like, you're a bell end. Yeah, that's very good. We should have stickers for that. You should get them as merch. Yeah, bell end stickers. Yeah, you are a bell end. You are, or I am a bell end, if you agree with it. Or, hello, my name is bell end. Mm. I'm going to look into it. If this podcast really hits off, I'm going to get some merch and get that as the first bit of merch. <laughs> Go for it. You can get a cut. Oh, please. Yeah, yeah. This is this is now recorded down, whether it makes it into the final cut or not. It's There's recorded. evidence here that we came up with that together. That's it. And then the second thing, which is a nice useless bit of fact that I found out this week. If you lift a kangaroo's tail off the ground, it can't hop. How sad is that? Who's doing that to find out? I know kangaroos use their tails for balance whilst hopping, so if you elevate their tail, they would have no balance and fall over. I kind of want to see it. Yeah, I'm, I've not I've not YouTubed it, but I might. Well, but surely... But is that animal cruelty, <laughs> though? Surely David Attenborough has gone out and tested that and li- lifted up their tails, and that must be recorded as evidence. So where's this video proving that? I want to see it. Yeah, I haven't actually YouTubed it yet, so I'll need to. But then that does sound like animal cruelty. Yeah, I suppose. You're so right. But why do people want to know these things? Is this a fact that's been around for a while and it's just been published this week? Or is it a fact that someone during lockdown, just like Barry with his snake, we've got got Cassandra with her kangaroo, um, who's just been doing random stuff with Kenny... The kangaroo. God, all this alliteration is blowing my mind. <laughs> it's nothing better. Well, you asked and I shall supply. You provided. Yeah. You're welcome. So there you go. Here's a little fun facts of news chat of the week. Okay, last section of the podcast, chat and ball. Let's play chat and ball. Okay, my friend, this is where we ask each other's questions. I'm going to let you start off. Right, um, so would you rather only drink Iron Brew for the rest of your life or drink whatever you want except Iron Brew? 
Does that include water? What do you mean? Well, if I can't drink water, I may die. Would you? Oh no! Would you? Would you rather drink? Would you rather only drink Iron Brew for the rest of your life, or? I mean, I'd rather drink. I'd rather only drink Iron Brew. Because then, if I could never drink Iron Brew again, I think it it must there would just be that little bit of sadness in the side of a corner of my eye every day. Would you not get fed up of it? Um. Yeah, the new recipe, yes. But if they kept, if that includes like the special one that they bring out in the the big glass bottles of what was it, nineteen oh three or whatever it was called. Do you know <laughs> what I mean? Vintage, <laughs> the vintage Iron Brew. And if I could get the old recipe that before Jamie Oliver ruined it, I'd be chuffed. <laughs> oh, we kind of put that on him as well. I know he ruined turkey twizzlers and whatever, but he he didn't. He did, That's he brought, right. he, he, he was the guy that got sugar tax, and, that, and then Iron Brew were like the first drink to cut the, half of its sugar out. Oh, well, in that case, what a bastard. <laughs> I know, and, and yeah, and that's why your restaurants collapsed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for that very reason. But have you tried Iron Brew Extra? It's my favourite thing now. I was going to say, it tastes more like the original, Iron Brew. original yeah. stuff than it's crazy. That, and I, yeah, just making sure that you know it. Oh, I, I, all over it. I've tried them all. Diet Iron Brew, horrible. Vile. Normal Iron Brew is passable. Too sweet. Iron Brew Extra is the one. No, too sweet. Iron Brew Energy, on the other hand, blows your head. Never had it because oh. of that absolute fear. It's a treat. See if you're I ever can... shattered and you've got a big day ahead. I don't know. I can be bouncing off the walls anyway, so if I were to have one of them as well. Get fired in. I'll try it. I might try it. Have you tried the, the ginger one that they came out with at Christmas or whatever? That was really strong. Yeah. It was like really bitter. It was okay. Oh, well. There you go. <laughs> there you go, everyone. That's my opinion. On iron Brew. <laughs> Just be careful, you know, don't want your reviews to take down Iron Brew now, you know. <laughs> I know, imagine that. That'd be, that really disheartened me if like Iron Brew heard this <laughs> and then I got sued. <laughs> or slagged off yeah exactly for talking badly about them I don't know it'd be worse getting sued or slagged off by Iron Brew um, I don't know I think I think if they were to contact you you know who I think is great at social media is like Aldi when they when they hmm. come back at people on social media if Iron Brew had that sort of banter about it and then maybe sent you maybe they might send you a case of the original recipe stuff mm-hmm. they must bring it back I'm telling you Okay, I could go on all day, but I am brew. I'm not going to. <laughs> okay, my first question to you. What song do you have to sing along when you hear it? Sweet Caroline. Classic. Great. It's always on, isn't it? A fact, well, not anymore, because you can only have 20 people at your wedding, funeral, parties, whatever. Yeah. But Sweet Caroline. And always sing along, but everyone always has different words. Mm-hmm. Like, I had to sing it at a wedding last year and didn't realise how little of the words I knew. <laughs> it was someone's exactly. first dance. Sweet yep. Caroline? Yep. Somebody last year at a wedding I sang at, their first dance was Sweet Caroline, which I was like, what absolute lads. But at the same time, that's a weird first dance because they're like... That's, there's not even a slow bit in the song, no. really. Even though it, go, it does go... See, you can't even remember them now. Where it begin? I don't know, but but that is a first dance. Yeah, I did not know the lyrics that as the well as I thought. Was the bride's name Caroline? No. 
Well, what's the point? Maybe one of the relatives were. I don't know. So your first dance. Ju- this one's for you, Mum. <laughs> <laughs> We've just got married, and we're gonna. We're thinking about you. Yeah. She's fuming. The the bride is fuming like. Oh, I'll always be number two to the <laughs> <laughs> to Caroline. <laughs> Great, sweet Caroline. Good, sh- good shout. How about you? What's the song that you always have to sing along to? That's not one of my questions. I just want to know. Um, what do I always sing along to? Um, anything but Cascada. <laughs> <laughs> Very, very little words, mainly music. Because every time we touch, I get this feeling. <laughs> <laughs> or would you call it heaven? Oh, thinking about the young years. Classic. Anything like those, like, <laughs> tunes from, like, back when I was, like, a teenager, under 18s. Under 18s? Whatever was playing in Hive. Oh, high to Five. Shout out. Uh, they need the business as well. Um, so, what is your favourite show that you've been a part of? And then what is an on-stage mishap from that show? One that comes to mind that, that definitely answers both. And I say a mishap, um, more of an altercation, um, okay. was Edinburgh Fringe 2015. Saucy Jack and the Space Vixens, right? One of my favourite, if not... One of the funnest things I've ever done. In terms of the show itself, the friends I made, the just the experience. Like the little routine, doing a show at 11 at night till 1 in the morning that was sold out most <laughs> nights was great. It was an, its own interesting little bubble of audience and other things. But <laughs> So that show, and then mishap slash altercation was... I can say this because the guy got sacked, but um, one of the guys that worked at the bar at this venue, he came in one night with his mate at Interval. He wasn't working that night. They came in the Interval, didn't pay, sat at two empty seats at the front, and then decided to like get really, like, really pissed, started chatting, and then saying really horrible things about people that were performing at the time most of it being ab- about the girls in the cast. So then, as as us lads lads get, we got a lads, little bit lads, heated. Lads, 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 <laughs> lads get a bit heated and defensive <laughs> about how uh-huh. these boys were talking about the girls. Um, that Then during the finale, which is called Glitter Boots Saved My Life. <laughs> <laughs> that tune. <laughs> um, Fred Gray, who was on the podcast, who played Saucy Jack, he just gave a little slight um, kick in the back of one of the boys who were sitting at the front of the stage. <laughs> and then that guy started like spitting at us. So then Fred um, started kind of nudging them out. And then I kind of sw- slowly swaggered behind him, but kept my distance like, yeah, get out. Get out of here. Glitter boots saved my life. <laughs> <laughs> so it was a combination of like loving the moment and the like the audience were loving it, but also this like ho- it was horrible as well. Like, you know, the adrenaline of the show and what was happening with these two bell ends again in, in the audience. Like yeah. um really was like a moment I will never forget. Probably we went about people in the in the 
people in the cast and the audience had mixed responses to how Fred um, and a few of us reacted to the scenario. Some people was like, "Yeah, you 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 did it. You did the right thing, pushing them out and getting them out." Other people were like, "You ruined the show. You ruined the show and made it all about you." And we're like. What, so you think it was acceptable for these two idiots spitting at the cast and shouting and screaming Absolutely and saying that not. we're gonna and saying that famous phrase that Donald Trump said by grabbing the girls by something? Absolutely not. Get them out. Yeah, exactly. So yes. So that was too like as well as such a positive um show that I was in that that little um evening was um an interesting thing that happened. The fringe is wild. Yeah, some things. Yeah, yeah. Even watching a few things that I've seen over the years at the fringe, you're like, whoa. Well, exactly. Sometimes it's like, oh, I don't know what to expect from the show. But when it's flipped the other way around and you're in the show and it's you don't know what to expect from the audience, that's when mm. it becomes dangerous. <laughs> yeah, like Americans, Americans like love oh. to get involved, yeah. and I'm like, this isn't this isn't um, this isn't a two way thing. <laughs> <laughs> this is I'm not having perfor- a conversation with you. <laughs> yeah, we we perform and you sit and watch. Yeah, unless I ask you a question, which we're not. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Edinburgh friends love it. So sad that it's not on this year, but I know had a lot planned and then for it all to just slip away. But it's all fingers crossed going to be there. Twenty twenty one. Twenty twenty one, baby. It's everyone's year. Twenty twenty one. I just watched this though, like you said, <laughs> season two will kick off. Oh Jesus! Okay, keeping it light, keeping it light. Yeah, keeping it light, <laughs> keeping it light. Thank you for still listening. Okay, <laughs> my second random question to you: uh-huh. Would you rather know the history of every object you touched, or be able to talk to animals? <laughs> oh Christ! <laughs> <laughs> no. Think back, David Attenborough. What would he do? I know. Um, I don't know if I see enough animals to know, to, to, to have a decent conversation with, wait, wait, is it to hear what they're thinking or to be able to speak to them, sorry? Probably talk to them. Talk to them, yeah. So I don't know if I see enough animals apart from like families, cats and dogs and dogs on the street. Yeah, but if you were able to talk to animals, wouldn't you then go out your way to go and speak to them? You would have an annual membership to Edinburgh Zoo. <laughs> <laughs> The penguin parade every day. Um, I don't know. I think I think the fascination of finding out the history of every single item that I had, uh, what's it owned or touched? Every the history of every object you touched. Oh, okay, no, then that's a bit far. Yeah, could you imagine about that? Yeah, so the iPhone that you're using right now, that sweatshop that it was made in. <laughs> 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 Yeah, but I'm also just thinking of, like, cutlery when you go out for dinner. Oh, what it's been before it. Oh, no. Exactly. And you see Oh, that donut kebab. Oh. No, don't touch kebabs. Absolutely not. Oh, I haven't for had that a kebab very in years, reason, but, yeah. For that very reason, I do not know where that has been. The sweepings but, off the floor, as my mother would used to say. <laughs> that thing could have been swinging for months around that spit, and you would not know. <laughs> So I think I think I'd like to talk to animals. You're right. Even even if I don't see many in my travels, I would probably yeah. make the effort to go and speak to more. Agreed. Or, or, or you know what? That would be a great job. Go. I, I could become 
without any of the training, I could become a vet of just asking them what's wrong and then I could tell the actual vet what was wrong with the animal and then they could fix it. Oh, good shout. Also, I just would love to be able to speak to my dogs. True. See, the only pets I've had are fish. <laughs> and <laughs> fish, which they all died on me, uh, and a hamster. And I think, yeah, fish, you wouldn't want to speak to fish because I think they'd be quite depressing things. I don't even know if you could hear them through the water. <laughs> or like the tank. Like, would you have to bring them out to speak to What's them? What's the actual science of talking to animals? <laughs> exactly. Can you speak yeah. to them? <laughs> yeah. I, I, want, I want facts here. Because if I had to go into the open water to speak to them, that would be a no-no. I don't do... That's a problem water. with some of these silly questions that I ask. I'm like, does that, if you have to break it all down, what is exactly. the actual... What's actually... Okay, so if you can talk to an animal, can you talk to it through the ocean? <laughs> Like, could I just, could I just imagine, could I, like, use my brain to, like, see something that was ages away in the ocean and be able to speak to it? Or would I have to actually be physically right beside it? In a cage next to a great white shark. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I think, I think talking to animals, because the thought of where things have been mm. kind of is now disgusting me. Uh, cool. Interesting. Especially if you buy things secondhand. Oh, no. No. As in you just don't, or the thought of that is a no? Yeah, very rarely. Especially clothes. Oh, no, no. Well, so I recently bought a sofa. Secondhand? Yeah, but it's only had one previous owner, but you don't know what they've done in it. Now, it's been professionally cleaned. It's been professionally cleaned. But also, whose flat's it been in? What sort of people were they? What's happened on that sofa? What's been spilt on that sofa? Oh. What is that? What is that? Yeah, you, that I can't get you wouldn't want to know. You wouldn't want to know. No. Lovely. What lo- a lovely thought. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. also support charity shops. <laughs> yeah, of course. Please. Yeah. Your last question. Oh, yeah, it's my turn. Um, so, what is a piece of casting that you'd like to erase from history and one that you'd like to create? Oh, and now this, do you know what? Oh, that's terrible. Should I? Yeah. I went, I mean, the thing, the the show itself wasn't very good, but, so there was a show called Atomic Bomb that was right. on at um, the other palace. Or was it St. James Theatre at the time? Whatever. Great cast. All the cast were great, except um, Catherine Tate. Oh. Catherine Tate was... I don't know if it was the character. I don't know if it was the day. It was terrible. Like I quite like her as well. I find her funny. I do find her funny. I find her funny on TV every time I see her or listen to her. The American Office, the whole thing. Yeah. But that day, I was like, "Ah, oh, Catherine Tate is going to be hysterical." I didn't laugh at her once, and and it was supposed to be like a funnyish character. And I, I thought, I don't know what happened. Maybe I, maybe I'm in the wrong. But I was, I just remember being really disappointed. But also, like maybe you're right because a lot of these times, you're if you're only seeing the show the one time, but if someone's having a bad day, mm. then that's the impression that you're going to have. But it's fair to say that Ghost had that reputation. <laughs> oh, of... do you know which one? Marty Pello in Evita. Oh, Marty Pello for quite some years as well, isn't he? Like. 
an unbelievable voice, but I couldn't yeah. understand a word he said. Oh, no, no. All vowels, no consonants. That's the worst. No, I, I mean, he sounded from an audience point of view in terms of the sound he was making. Great. I couldn't tell you one word he said in his character um, is literally telling you what the plot is. Yeah. Couldn't understand yeah. a word he said. Well, that's not good, is it? Yeah. So I think he was. I think I just remember going. I know. I don't know what's happening. I don't know what he's saying. <laughs> what's going on? Why is she on the balcony? <laughs> Why is she dying? <laughs> what's happening? <laughs> Wait, that happened. She does die in Evita, doesn't she? Oh yeah, she does. I can't remember. S- See, spoiler. didn't know what happened. <laughs> I thought she just fell asleep. <laughs> <laughs> and then if I could create a casting, Sasha Baron Cohen as Hitler. <laughs> has that been overdone where are we going with this Where's, in, in your mind is this a musical is it a play is it a movie is it a sketch show yeah I think it would just be great it's like <laughs> is the storytelling of Hitler <laughs> from from like like Bohemian Rhapsody or Rocket Man but of about Adolf Hitler <laughs> <laughs> That could go one way or another. That could either be genius or get panned. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, that was a good question. Right, my last question to you. Now, I've always wanted to, I always want to ask this about to people, so I'm asking you this first. Oh, okay. Especially because we're both Scotsmen. Right. What is the best thing and the worst thing about Scotland? <sighs> right. The worst thing, we'll start there. Let's start with the negative and end on the positive. Mm-hmm. So the worst thing are like the the midges and the ticks. Mm. Ticks in particular, because you think for all these people that are coming up to Scotland, especially now when everyone's been encouraged to have a staycation and whatever, you yeah. know, going for a nice innocent walk in the woods or whatever, if they, if they don't know to check for ticks, because those little bastards could get anywhere. We get you. Um, and once they're in, it can really cause some damage. So I would say that and the, the midges are just constant and relentless. And if you've got a lovely blood type that they enjoy, then you're going to be bitten all over. Mm-hmm. Um, so let's just go. Let's just go with that. Ticks, ticks and midges. Agreed. Um, that and also rude tourists during the fringe. Mm-hmm. Because when, when I was younger, it used to annoy me that my city used to get taken over by what were effectively strangers and my commute would then end up being two or three times as long. I couldn't walk anywhere without them getting in the way. But now I've just learned the shortcuts, the places mm-hmm. that people don't know so I can get through, the places to eat that people don't know about so you'll still get served quickly. But it's the rude tourists during the fringe that annoy me. Yeah. Um. But all the other ones I, I adore because they now buy tickets to the shows that I'm in. That's it. <laughs> um, uh, the best thing, the people, nah, because you get some arseholes, don't you? You do, but majority <laughs> of the people, let's say the majority of the people. Yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah, the best thing about Scotland, the best thing ever, about Because everyone's Scotland. got an arsehole. Every country's <laughs> yeah. got an arsehole. <laughs> the best thing about Scotland is the majority of the people. <laughs> 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 um, yeah, because 
you'll always be made to feel welcome. Uh, if you're in a pub, you'll probably end up getting spoken to. Not necessarily, I think this is what can get confused as well. You're not necessarily getting chatted up in any way. Mm-hmm. People are just friendly. I mean, don't get me wrong, the majority of people are just friendly. Yep. But I think it's I think the people make Scotland. I'm now writing for Visit Scotland to their campaign. That's it. That's the, just the tagline pe- right there. <laughs> the people make Scotland. Um I think everyone's opinion varies. I think if you ask numerous different Scottish people what makes Scotland, because the scenery again, oh, the majority a, yeah. the majority of the scenery is <laughs> is stunning. But there's also bugger all else there. So if you're not really one for nature, if you're coming up for the scenery but you need to travel to go and see it, but you're not one for nature, you're kind of stuffed. Yeah. Because I think people, when they come, they think that they can see Edinburgh Castle, they can see Holyrood, they can see Balmoral and Eden Donan Castle all in one day. Yeah. <laughs> but no, and there's a lot of travelling to get there and a lot of Also, other... if, you, if you've seen Eurovision, the film with Will Ferrell, they think that oh. there's a big... That there's the, the, the SSE hydros at the end of the mile... <laughs> Yeah, yeah. The the hydro is instead of uh, is in Bristol Square instead of McEwen Hall. It's just gone, disappeared. People that think that the fringe hasn't been on for a year, they'll be going back expecting to see that stunning, stunning like, big arena in, in, instead of McEwen Hall. Also, that big castle that they party at that's not there, looking over Edinburgh. Yeah, that doesn't exist. Doesn't it? It's not there. And. It, none like no scottish like speakers at all in it where is it scotland where are the presenters oh they're they're european <laughs> <laughs> where was jackie bird where was des clark <laughs> where was i'd have loved to have seen jackie bird doing that <laughs> imagine like, <laughs> jackie bird and des clark that's always like the dark hours of children in need where you wish you stayed in london so that you watch mm-hmm. the main show oh lorraine got her up there Oh, Lorraine would have been great. Oh, hello. <laughs> it's me, Lorraine. That's my oh. Lorraine impression. What, Mrs. Doubtfire? <laughs> no, that's very Mrs. Doubtfire. No, L- Lorraine, if you're listening to this, you would have been great in that film. I can't think of who else, but Lorraine. Lorraine and Billy Connolly. Imagine those two hosting. Oh, man. But it was just, it was a film set in Scotland, and there was little to no Scottish people or Scottish accents in or around it. Yeah. Well, too expensive. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) But it was very funny. It was very good. Yeah. Great. Good answer. And that that comes to the end of What's the Chat? Thanks very much, my friend. You get anything to brag or promote? Um, Not necessarily brag, but promote. I'll I'll give it a wee shout out. Um, I set up a Last year in 2019, uh, me and my business partner, Johnny Grant, we set up a company called BBG Productions. You can follow us on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. Um, We are a production company based in Edinburgh. We were going to be doing The Fringe, returning to The Fringe this year after our first year selling out and getting five-star reviews, which we were over the moon about. Um, But we post over lockdown, we've been posting a couple of covers and we've got some videos, more videos coming your way so if you could follow us on social media that would be great great fantastic thanks for coming on man thank you very much for having me it's been lovely to chat to you and you we'll do that wanky thing a bye bye goodbye
And there we have another superb episode of What's the Chat with me, Adam Scott Pringle, with this week's guest, Scott Coltman. Thank you very much all for listening. I'm not going to talk on too long because, well, this has been the longest episode yet with lots of banter and lots of chat. Next week, another superb guest. As always, send in your questions for Chat in the Hat and anything else you want to talk about, just slide into my DMs or whatever else we are messaging each other these days before Trump blocks everything or before COVID gets us all. Okay, all the best. Look after yourselves out there and um, love yous, love yous, love yous and leave yous. Okay, a good a bad. Mm.